0: All right, welcome back to Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop, 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Now 640, about 61 degrees, beautiful day today, but uh, temperature's going to drop heading into the weekend. Uh, Tomorrow's Veterans Day, so uh, we're looking at some uh, possible rain showers early, but it should clear out for the parade. Uh, downtown Springfield on Capitol Avenue. Uh, I believe that kicks off at around 10. So um, make plans to get down there tomorrow. Uh, Let's talk about president and uh, who's going to be the next uh, person to to throw their hat in the ring. I know uh, we just got done with an election. The midterm election was Tuesday. Still letting all the dust settle there. But uh, we're anticipating that former president Donald Trump is going to announce that he's Formerly going to make a bid for president, uh, expected to make that speech next week sometime. Uh, but there's also now speculation of uh, who else could possibly toss their hat into the ring. You've heard about Ron DeSantis, and if that's possibly going to be uh, somebody from Florida who just had a pretty commanding victory uh, in that state for re-election to governor. But you're also hearing uh, president uh, possibility for Governor J.B. Pritzker, uh, he just won, decidedly, here in Illinois, a re-election campaign. Uh, but could he toss his hat in the ring if now President Joe Biden doesn't seek re-election? Biden has said he intends to run. We just heard him say in a clip uh, last segment about how uh, you know he's going to ultimately make that decision possibly early next year. But uh, that's uh, something that he intends to do. Uh, but what about here in Illinois? Governor J.B. Pritzker, again, giving a uh, speech yesterday, uh, just a brief one, before opening it up to take questions. Uh, And he was asked this question multiple times. But it was interesting. The governor came out with Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton. Pritzker made uh, his comments about the election, and then he uh, opened it up for uh, Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton to share her thoughts uh, on uh, winning another four years as lieutenant governor. So here's how she kind of laid out uh, what what her thoughts are, again, uh, of another four years.
1: Good morning, I'm Juliana Stratton, I use she her pronouns and thank you Governor Pritzker for that warm introduction and for your unwavering leadership. We have the choice to stand on the right side of history and I echo your remarks when I say we will stay true to that path. I'm proud to serve alongside you to show that leadership means putting the people of Illinois first. We recognize we move forward when we all have the tools resources and support to take that next step. I'm excited to continue working for and with the people in communities across Illinois that are urban and rural and all of which makes our state so vibrant. We'll continue the work by continuing to bring sustained investment in communities that were for too long disinvested. We'll push forward by protecting women's rights and committing to gender equity. We'll maintain a vision that includes every Illinoisan of just and equitable opportunities in employment, education, housing, and other areas that impact our lives. As I close, thank you to all who exercised their right to vote and voted in this election. No matter your vote, we work together to protect democracy. And I look forward to working with you to take the next step during our second term. With that, I'll pass it back to the governor to answer some questions. uh,
0: Again, that's uh, Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton, who, if the governor was to announce he's going to run for president in 2024 and actually is successful in that bid, uh, then it would be Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton who would come in and uh, uh, fill the position. So it'd be uh, interesting to see how much more of uh, Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton we see uh, in the, uh, the next couple of years here. Um and 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 again we're all it's pure speculation. The governor's denied this up and down, but he was asked about it multiple times uh, yesterday whether he's going to run for president. Uh, in particular, because he he spent uh, 145 million dollars uh, to get the job he's just got reelected to just since 2021. I think the total number is like 300 and. million in total since uh, he ran in in 2018, so that's a lot of money. Uh, And uh, Marianne Ahern out of uh, Chicago asked uh, a pretty uh, direct question, I think was kind of interesting. We'll hear the question and the governor's response to it. And then multiple other uh, responses to different questions from different reporters yesterday uh, during a news conference uh, from Governor J.B. Pritzker in Chicago.
1: And as for that presidential run, how much time do you have to, to think about it before you make that decision?
2: I am not focused on that at all. I am focused on serving as governor for the next four years it's really the most important thing to me is we have a lot of challenges that illinois needs to overcome we've got to work hard on it and i'll be doing that i commit to you that i'm you know planning to be the governor for the next four years um that uh, we have too many things that we need to accomplish for the state Uh, i think we all know you know what that list is or at least you all have a pretty good idea uh, what that list is and and we're going to continue to do it. So there's no group behind
1: the scene because commit to you planning to be governor will be dissected. <laughs> what the
2: definition. Is. I don't know what. Yeah, I, you know, so no, no, that's
1: nobody behind the scenes. Of your campaign team that,
2: that, that. No, there was some story that I think appeared, and I think you tweeted it, uh, 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 about, 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 uh, about for, I guess Reuters uh, put it out, saying there were some number of people on the national level who were talking to staff. That's absolutely untrue. I was not talking, to, I have not talked to any staff outside of my own staff. Um, and so, no, there's no, like I said, there's no plan to do anything other than be governor for the next four mm-hmm. years.
0: So again, uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker uh, denying any uh, uh, supposition that uh, he's going to seek to get the White House uh, and, and run in a Democratic primary for president in 2024 if uh, President Joe Biden uh, doesn't uh, actually run again. Uh, so we'll watch that space closely. But uh, just kind of fascinating to, to hear um, the governor's response. Again, you heard uh, he, he um, commits uh, to planning on being governor for four years. That's going to be dissected. Uh, but if he spent one hundred and $50 million this year to get elected. If he's spent $330 million or some odd dollars uh, so far in his political career uh, as uh, running for governor and getting the office again, uh, how much is he willing to spend on a possible presidential bid? Uh, but the governor just brushing those questions to the side. Uh, also, a little interesting clip here. Uh, the governor shared what it was like in the phone call between uh, himself and Republican challenger Darren Bailey uh, from Tuesday night when uh, Bailey said that uh, he called the governor
2: and congratulated him. Here's what the governor had to say the conversation was like. He said very few words. Um, I got on the phone. He said, uh, I said, uh, Senator Bailey, he said, uh, Governor, I want to congratulate you. And I said, well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. And he said, okay, then. That was a- That's the entire call. Tell us about your call. So again, uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker there uh, answering a
0: question about um, uh, his his. Phone call with Darren Bailey, uh, who who conceded, uh, but said, you know, they're still holding out for a miracle. I don't know what that miracle is going to be, but uh, I guess we'll keep our eyes open uh stay tuned much more coming up the governor uh asked a series of questions uh ranging from his uh uh his his goals in the near and distant future uh but also uh his reaction uh to bipartisanship uh and as well as the makeup of the illinois legislature now continuing with super majorities uh when the uh, new general assembly is seated uh all right, back with Springfield's morning news and let's talk about the makeup of the Illinois State Legislature. It's got super majorities in both chambers already, and it's going to maintain super majorities in both chambers in the new General Assembly that's going to be seated mid-January. Now, we've still got fall veto session to get through, and we'll tackle that early next hour, so stay tuned. Uh, But uh, I did want to just kind of touch on uh, some of the sentiments this far into the process while we still wait for the votes to be certified. Uh, But all indication is that uh, you are indeed going to see uh, a a Democrat supermajority in both the House and Senate. Now, um, Governor J.B. Pritzker uh, talking about bipartisanship. We'll hear him um, talk about some he's not willing to work with. Uh, so stay tuned for that as well. Uh, but uh, State Representative uh, Lashawn Ford he he shared some thoughts about uh, the outcome of the election and uh, what what he sees voters ultimately voted for uh, whenever they uh, they headed to the polls and make
2: sure that we take care of some of the toughest problems and and deal with the uh, crime, to deal with the inflation and to deal with the um, drug problems that we're experiencing in the in the state. It's not enough to win. I think that the people voted for good government and government that's going to be
0: for the people. And again, uh, LaShawn Ford from Chicago saying that uh, voters voted for people who that will step up and represent them. Uh, And he also talked about uh, working with the uh, Republicans and Republicans, uh, he hopes, have learned a lesson uh, by being a super minority.
2: The Republicans now will see from experience dealing with a majority party control that it's better to come to the table and not be obstructionist, but to come to the table and to uphold their vows or their uh, their oath of office. So, uh,
0: again, LaShawn Ford, um, Democrat from Chicago, uh, looking to work with Republicans, but, uh, you know, it's for them to have to come to the table and work with the supermajority. Uh, but uh, the Senate president, Don Harmon, saying that uh, the people have spoken. It's time to get to work. Uh, you've got uh, House uh, majority um, with Democrats and uh, House Speaker Emmanuel Chris Welch, uh, also looking forward to uh, an agenda of, of helping people, they say, uh, and they're willing to work with the Republicans. Uh, but even uh, Governor JB Pritzker saying that he's willing to work with the Republicans as well in the new General Assembly uh, with the legislature. And uh, here's what he had to say, though. He's, uh, he's not willing to necessarily tolerate, uh, and that's uh, an extreme wing
2: of the Republican Party, he says. Uh, the Republican Party has gone so far off the rails now. <laughs> that uh, they don't represent the majority of people in the state of Illinois. In fact, they become a super minority party representing a super minority of people in Illinois, even though they control that the super minority of, of uh, Republicans control the Republican Party. Um, So I implore them to change. Uh, I also have always reached out literally from before I was elected the first time uh, to the Republicans in the General Assembly to work with them. And we've gotten a lot done.
0: So, again, Governor J.B. Pritzker saying that uh, he's willing to work with Republicans. And they have gotten uh, various bipartisan bills passed, including the doubling of the state's gas tax, uh, increasing, uh, you know, uh, various other fees for drivers. And that was all to pay for a capital construction bill, expanding gambling part of that as well. Uh, that was a massive bill in 2019. Uh, but uh, you also had um, uh, the. uh, uh various other things early on in Pritzker's administration, uh, a, a budget that had some bipartisan input first time. But then what happened was you had uh, Republicans critical of the governor's unilateral approach to COVID-19 and how he issued orders and edicts and mandates and, and limited economic activity and had schools uh, suspend in-person education for months, uh, so this was obviously uh, a pretty contentious past three years, uh, which seems to have really even further polarized things. Uh, so the regardless of the makeup of the General Assembly, this, the Republican Senate uh, caucus did have at least one gain. Uh, again, the dust is yet to settle, but uh, Dan McConkie, uh, he's the Senate Republican leader, he said that uh, um, he's, he's looking for more uh, support, but that wasn't possible because of what he called a rigged system of gerrymandered maps and uh, this has all led also to um, not really that great of a night for house republicans jim durkin house minority leader announced he's not going to seek another leadership position Uh, so this is all uh, of course developing as we rapidly approach a new general assembly uh, that'll be seated in mid-january but before that We've got fall veto session and what's considered lame duck session in early January for the current general assembly. What are they going to tackle when they come back as early as next week? Well, we'll delve into that as well. It is Springfield's morning news. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMA.